Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher. I'm also known as Aloha Bruce. Got a great podcast for you for this October 23rd, 2022. Safety tips for visiting Hawaii Volcano National Park is the topic for today as we get through the big show. I also got some great news for you that we're going to be talking about. This is a different kind of podcast if you've listened to us and you hopefully know that. We're not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody that doesn't even know anything about booking Hawaii vacations. We're residents here for 31 years. We've been in business for 22 years. We've been podcasting for 16 years. So that should give us some mojo, wouldn't you think? We're not hosted by anything else but the owners of this Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com. Or you can just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. It works really well, this thing called a phone. <laughs> you know, I was I was communicating with people uh, just this weekend because I was in Waikiki. And by the way, I, I, I have been off of the podcast for almost, what, two weeks. Gosh, I think the last podcast we did was close to two weeks ago. That's because we've been very busy. We have some groups coming in town. I had to spend a lot of time in Waikiki. And I tell you, spending some time in Waikiki doing this, kind of looking at it third person has been an incredible experience for me. I'm going to share some of that. And it goes to what our topic is today about being safe, you know, here in the islands, especially Oh, uh, certain attractions, you know, when we, in fact, if you get over to our blog and you should be checking out our blog, Jamie Wimpetti's over there writing a lot of stuff. We're also talking about safety up on the North shore, because as we get more and more people coming to the islands, we're having more and more accidents. Uh, two people were killed up at Kaena Point just last week. They're just jumping in the water, having no idea how scary and how difficult it is and how dangerous, that's the right word, how dangerous it is down there. So uh, make sure that you, 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 know, you practice a lot of the safety stuff that we're talking about here. I also want to talk a little bit about pricing, and we're going to get into it a little bit here because pricing is so high, and I think that's the, the number one thing I'm hearing from folks as they write to me is why are, why are prices so high? So I'll, I'll attempt to answer that in the news portion here. So let's get to it. In fact, speaking about pricing, you know, Generation Z. These are, these are kids, right, that are, uh, that are born in the, the late 1990s to the 210s, the 2010s. And there's this, this, part, there's this survey that's out there. And I'm, I really question some of these surveys. It's called airportparkingreservations.com. <laughs> uh, apparently, they've been compiling data, and it's certainly getting some traction out there. And I guess they have some, some fair, fair amount of data that might explain this because... They're looking at Tic Tac views, hostel costs, because that's what it boils down to, Instagram hashtags and various social media metrics to determine the fact that it looks like Gen Zers are picking Honolulu as in the, in the top three places that they want to visit on a vacation. And they said that Honolulu has the highest number of attractions per 100,000 people, according to this survey. And so the top three spaces, uh, places are Miami, Florida, San Francisco, California, and Honolulu. So actually, I'm sorry, uh, Honolulu came in what? One, two, three, four. Honolulu came in fifth. But what are they talking about? They're talking about staying in hostels. <laughs> now, obviously, we have them here. Now, a hostel is like the cheapest way you can go. 
if you want to come to Hawaii, actually. And when you think about it, really having to go on the cheap, it's nothing that we're involved in here. But, you know, I'm, I'm all about bringing you information. And, I, you know, these hostels, if you don't even know what it is, it's kind of a shared space if you're going to stay in it. Sometimes, I mean, you definitely don't have your own bathroom. Basically, sometimes there's bunk beds. You stay with strangers. They're not necessarily the safest thing, but I can understand how Gen Zs and younger people or people on a really limited budget would find this uh, kind of accommodation attractive. But it just goes to the whole idea of why are prices so high? And I think that right now, the whole, all of the islands are adjusting to what the supply and demand is going to be. Now, I met with people uh, just in the last couple of weeks here over pricing and, and what's going on with pricing. And the prices sort of have been projected to be a lot higher for next year because they were expecting a lot more internet. They are expecting a lot. They were expecting a lot more international visitors. In fact, they thought there was going to be a lot of international visitors coming to Hawaii in October, especially Japan. But however, Japan hasn't really caught on as fast and with as much vigor as they expected. So now we have hotel rooms, you know, a lot more hotel rooms, especially the bigger hotels like the Marriott Waikiki Beach Hotel, which I just stayed at beautiful, by the way. And when I was walking around in Waikiki, I didn't see as obviously as many Japanese and also the way the Japanese dollar is performing against the U.S. dollar. And this is the information that I got is that there is something, a bit of a shame factor that comes into play here. And what I was told by people in the industry about the, the uh, Japanese market not coming back is that they still have COVID there. And if you take a trip to Hawaii and you get COVID and you go back to Japan, there's a certain amount of shame that will be placed upon you. And you don't want to go back, give people COVID because you went on a vacation. So that's really a lot of why it's not catching on as fast. And they're talking about the Japanese market not returning until the middle of next year. And now we're looking at possibly a recession, right? So... I just think that the hotels here are a little bit in denial, especially the Maui hotels. So we'll have to see if what I'm saying plays out or is true. I don't know. I, I, this is just my sense based on doing this for so long and talking to people in the industry. So we'll see how that plays out. And we'll, uh, we'll be watching it and also sharing what the pricing is. But it's just interesting to know that Gen Zs want to come to Hawaii. And you know what? I've talked a lot about the demographic here. And, you know, back in the day when we started doing this, there was what we called the starter market, which was there was a part in Waikiki. There was a place in Waikiki where you could get very inexpensive hotel rooms. And the logic from the industry was, well, hey, people can come in, stay for 50, 60 bucks, experience, you know, kind of moderate budget properties. And then hopefully they will be coming back to Hawaii as they get older, as they have families and so on. And that I think rang true, but that doesn't exist anymore. But maybe we're looking at these hot, more hostels and getting younger people to come to Hawaii because I think there are just, especially in Waikiki, I mean, there's, there were a lot of young people, I mean, and a lot of Gen Xers and before the Gen Xers, whatever the, the Gen, I mean, the Gen Zers, the, <laughs> I get all mixed up with the, you know what I'm talking about, younger people, you know, I mean, really younger people, the 20s, 30s, you know, coming into Hawaii, a lot of them here. And, you know, a lot of them, they, they share hotel spaces, too. That's another way to save money. But I just wanted to mention that, too. Another thing that I found interesting is that United Airlines is going to discontinue their only 
Hawaii route to Hilo. And that's going to end on January 7th. So no more Los Angeles to Hilo nonstop flight. And that's a shame. And I'm not sure I don't have any information as to why, but it, it always boils down to this supply and demand and how the airlines can try to save money. You know, it's, it, it really comes down to this whole saving money concept and that you and that they have to maximize their ability to, you know, create these routes. And, and you know, you're not just going to have some other cancellations, too. But that was one that I thought was kind of a bummer because I like to be able to split the island. And I'm going to talk about the big island here just now, actually, because I like to split it sometimes for folks, you know, stay in the Hilo and the Kona side. It was great to be able to fly into Hilo and then out of Kona using that United flight uh, on the front end of a trip or even on the back end of a trip. So uh, interesting news on that front. So let's talk about a little bit the Big Island. You know, many people are going there. I get asked very often about it. You know, I think that just in general, general rule of thumb is stay safe, obviously. You know, read signs, look at do all the things you know you're supposed to do. But it's always good to have kind of a, a refresher course and a reminder, if you, especially if you're going to be coming to the Big Island soon. If you're not, call me and let me help you come to the Big Island or any of the islands here. You know, that's what we do here. But some of the things that I've, I've noticed online and the issue of safety just keeps coming up. So let's go through some of them. First of all is, is don't stray from marked trails. Stay on those trails. They're very marked well, and you're going to get the best experience if you do that. The other thing, and this came up with my sister who was visiting, is don't wear sandals. Um, even, if it's a, even if it's an easy trail, you know, because sometimes if you're going on uh, one of the trails that have the black surface, what is that, you know, the asphalt surface, the ground is really hot. And also, you're, if you don't put sunscreen on your feet, you know, you're, they're going to get burnt. So you may be compelled to be wearing your beach, war, but, beach wear, but just don't do it. Don't wear sandals on these hikes, especially in Volcano. And, you know, you really shouldn't be in a rush. Uh, there are trails and roadways within the National Park, and you really should take your time while hiking and driving. And you should leave ample time to complete all of the circuits that you want to do when you research the, uh, the volcano. And I can help you with that kind of stuff, and our agents know about it as well. Another thing is, of course, the, the sun protection. I can't believe how many people forget it. It's not that you don't want it, and then it's so expensive to buy it, right? So please remember to bring your sunscreen and to wear it. And make sure that it is, uh, you know, the, the safe sunscreen for Hawaii. Uh, it's going to block UVAs and UVB rays. Uh, obviously, staying hydrated, you, you know, I probably shouldn't even have to tell you that. But we do get people that are dehydrated. Just the other day, again, this was just all the same day. We have to be going, you know, timing your hikes, especially when it's, when it's really hot here. Timing your hikes so that you're not going to be getting full sun is, is probably a good idea because people get dehydrated all the time or they run out of water or if they have pets, they, they forget to bring water for their pets or dog, dogs really mostly. Uh, so please be careful with that. Just remember these little basic things. The other thing is don't feed any of these wild animals like the birds that you see, especially the nene, and stay away from pigs. You know, uh, it, this is nothing you should be playing around with. They can be very, very nasty, uh, the pigs especially. But the nene, the nene is a bird and it is our 
uh, are, are uh, the bird of Hawaii, you know, so please be careful with the nene. Uh, they're, they're, they're protected, uh, you know, they're endangered species. Uh, never hike alone, that's kind of an obvious no-brainer. But I think, you know, with some of these more popular trails, there are a lot of people, so you can be okay to do it um, as long as there are other people on the trail. You're on these marked trails. The other thing, you know, speaking about, like, uh, beach wear and stuff, I, I don't think you should be wearing shorts and a T-shirt. I think that, um, especially if you're going to be going to the summit, it's, you know, what, about 1,200 meters above sea level. Uh, the, the weather's a, a bit unpredictable. Bring a backpack, wear appropriate garments, like a, have a rain jacket, wear long pants and stuff like that. I think that's also very important. Uh, you know, there were so many lists out there. I was just kind of trying to consolidate some of the ones that I think that would be easier for you to do. Uh, the other thing is if you have asthma or any kind of respiratory difficulties, make sure that you che check the air quality. I think it just makes sense to check the air quality in in any case, just to know what the, that you're you're dealing with, especially for, you know, like kids, babies, pregnant women probably should be very careful. To, so make sure that you do check that air quality and you can do that from the, uh, the, the website, the National Park website does have air quality updates every day. And I think probably the one that I've seen as the most dangerous thing is because people are always taking these selfies now and they're, you know, trying to document every single second of their trip and they're walking too far out to the edge. And sometimes there's gaps in the terrain, you know, there's shifts in the terrain, they're getting off the trails and they are getting in serious trouble and even dying because they're falling off the cliff. So, you know, if you're in an uneven surface, just please just forget the selfie, you know, you just take a look at things and embed them in your mind. You know, not, not every single thing needs to be documented while you're on your trip. Believe me, somebody else has done it already. <laughs> you know, for every picture that I post, I see 10 people posting the same picture. So, you know, there's plenty of people out there. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just insane what's out there, obviously, you know, on the social media side. So hopefully some of those tips will stand out and help you. And don't forget to check out, and hopefully this just information helps you in general. Make sure you check out our blogs, all of the content that we have. Be looking for a new update to our, our uh, technology soon. Uh, we're hoping by the beginning of November, you'll be seeing a huge difference and a, a much better way to navigate through our content. We have thousands, thousands of pages, and we just know people are not f not really able to fluidly get through and find things as well as they as well as they should. So that should help you and help us as well to increase, you know, the amount of traffic we have, and also uh, provide the information that we're looking to provide to you. And that's what we do here: at book Hawaii vacations. If you're out there searching around, trying to figure it all out. You've come to the right place. You've dug deep. So just give us a call, 1-800-843-8771. And don't forget our secret Hawaii tours. If you're doing tours on Oahu or, or uh, Kauai, then we have secret Hawaii tours for you. And these are kind of specialty tours, very private tours. They're private, semi-private tours. And we do things like the Hawaii Five-O tour. Yes, Hawaii Five-O. Remember that show? Well, there was the reboot, and it's still quite popular. And so it's fun to do. It's a great tour. It's the closest thing to like a really good movie tour that you're going to get on Oahu um, next to like maybe Kualoa Ranch. But please uh, check us out. Get over to, to, to some of this stuff and support local businesses. That's what we are. We're one of the last you know, bastions of small businesses. You know, a, a company small like ours, we have like six agents 
and they're all standing by to help you plan your Hawaii vacation and groups too. We like to do groups. All right, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. I'll say aloha and mahalo.